Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everybody. It is Saturday. Uh, today's what? Saturday, December 9th? It yep. is your favorite two women power trip. We're here with Iridian, and my name is Esther Star tonight. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening with that. Thank you guys so much for being here. Yes. Collision, what a show. We had a lot of Blue League, Intercontinental, I-95, 367 championship matches. It was great. Iridian. How are you? Did you enjoy the show tonight, AEW Collision? What were your thoughts so far on the show overall? You know what? I did enjoy the show. I thought it was great. Um, I am super excited that it's a two-woman power trip. No shade to Rick, right? But I like to run the show with you. So here we are to cause mayhem on another Saturday night on a fantastic collision night. I thought we had some really, really great matchups, especially in the Continental Classic. And we got to see a little bit of my spooky queen, Miss Julia, who has not come to get me yet, but I'm still holding out hope. You know, there's still time in the year. We nice. got like three weeks left. Uh, I'm here. So I'm available, Julia. Whenever you are ready, I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> and we are ready for you guys. Don't forget to send in your super chats. Give us a thumbs up if you're watching us live on YouTube. It helps the algorithm find us more. And also give Fightful a subscribe. It's the best five bucks in the business. $54 a year if you want to subscribe for the whole year. We also have Humper Chats. If you want to send us a Humper Chat, you go over to HumperChat.com with your fingers Fingers, thumbs, I don't know what's happening. One of these apparatuses, you type in your question or your comment. We'll read it live on air. We get to keep a little bit more of the money. You are happy. We're happy. Sean Ross Sapp is happy. Humperchats.com. Bing bong. Um, do we have anything else to promo? Oh, also, I finally got my shirt. So uh <laughs> I need a we need an outfit. An out oh, not my uh, 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 uh I was too big, black, and jacked. I messed up your camera. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get off screen and I will get this together. It's okay. My 
my big black and jack shirt was just so powerful. Your camera said, I cannot take it. She's going to a power bomb me, and I do not want. <laughs> oh, oh, the shirt is so good. Model it one more time, please. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get this on Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> big way. It took me forever. And I have to cut the shoulders off because my my pythons, my my uh 14 inch pythons are so strong. <laughs> uh yeah, big black and jack, you know. It was a young man who was not of the black race wearing this on Twitter, and people were cooking him. And I think we're looking at this wrong. Okay. Did you hear that Ricky Starks called him out and it was like, Sir, you better not wear that on February. Listen, I think we're looking at it the wrong way. He clearly is a supporter of the community and he's trying to let, you know, black gentlemen or black ladies, I don't judge, that he is available. <laughs> That's the storyline I've made up in my mind. <laughs> hey, and we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Space Bud Supremacy. So let's just hop right in to AEW Collision. We have the opening bumper, which I have to say, I wasn't really paying attention to it until Claudio Castagnoli's part came up where he said, there are two things in pro wrestling I hate. Amateurs. And before he even said I said, watch him say Eddie Kingston. And he said, Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Eddie Kingston's part of the bumper was like, oh, okay, all right, you know, I don't want to do this. Ring the bell, ring the bell. I, I don't get paid by the hour. Um, do you have anything to add to that? Because I know I know you saw the bumper, Claudio, saying I hate, I hate Eddie Kingston. <laughs> literally that was insane i first of all i gasped because i'm like okay you guys like i love them both so much believe mm -hmm. that i'm like y'all can't be beefing like this because it stresses me out right and then we got eddie doing his little saturday saturday <laughs> started, started. He's, he was ready to go which i'm like i'm here for this energy it was so chaotic and i need more of this every week right before we start the show just chaos it's truly eddie kingston's like i don't want to do this bumper i know a not a wrestling what is those things called a sports a sports thing oh he's marshawn lynch he's mm. just here so he doesn't get fired he never wants to do these promo bumpers like i don't i come to wrestle i i <laughs> it's like he can't get out of there fast enough right like he's like all right we got to do this you're i'm not getting paid by the hour you need to play the music and we need to go very that so the first match we got in the blue league intercontinental classic was eddie kingston versus claudio castagnoli now the caveat was eddie has to win or else he's mathematically eliminated now for those of you who haven't been keeping up we're here to remind you that eddie kingston also put his ring of honor television title on the line so i think there's like, what, three titles? Every time they walk past, there's like three titles on there. I don't know what the third one is, but I know that there's going to be an Intercontinental Classic title, the Ring of Honor uh, TV title, and the third title. New Japan. What? New Japan Strong one. Okay, I right. love, there's a lot of, there's a smorgasbord. So there's a lot riding on this. So I had to burp. I didn't want to burp in y'all's ears. That's spin. <laughs> um, Eddie Kingston starts this match off hot. Spinning mm -hmm. back is he's trying to win in two seconds. And from that moment on, commentary started putting over. Well, you know, Eddie Kingston plays the long con. Eddie mm -hmm. Kingston likes to let his opponents tire themselves out. And when they least expect it, rah, he goes ham. So there was, I, I don't know if it was a neutralizer that he did on Eddie Kingston in the beginning, where it was like a package gotch style um, pile driver. Um, Claudio would have let Eddie Kingston get counted out, but he threw him back into the ring because he's like, I don't want the points like that. And you know that is pure hate. Guys, again, if you see me looking down, it's because Cresta Star takes notes. Because I we can't. Love that. We love that. Hit that fast. <laughs> um, I feel like after 
Claudio Castagnoli started disrespecting Eddie Kingston and really went up into second gear because then Eddie Kingston started hitting him with the machine gun top, machine gun chops. There was a top rope suplex on Eddie Kingston, but it only led to a two count, which looked really gnarly. Like, first of all, Eddie Kingston is no slouch. That is a stout man. So for Claudio just to be able to flip him over, crazy. Also, Montreal, can we talk? Why were y'all chanting Ricola? I heard it. <laughs> I know the Ricola ball didn't even come out yet, but all you hear throughout the crowd is Ricola, and it was too funny. I live. We're getting to the end of the event now. It's about five minutes remain. Uppercut. Um, Eddie Kingston. No, sorry. Claudio Casagnoli gives Eddie Kingston the uppercut, but it's only about a two. Then they just start slapping the hell out of each other. The uppercut turns into a spinning back fist, but that's only a two. But the back fist gets counted into a um, pop-up powerbomb, which gets counted into a roll-up, which counted into a surprise roll-up for Eddie Kingston win! I know I said a lot. Iridian, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Before I talk about this match, doesn't Eddie look like he could sing his theme song? Like He had the DMX shirt on. Come on. Come on. He looks like he could go out there and just start singing his own song. Like, you know, when we were little and we thought that, like, Big Show sung his own song. Yes. Hey, Kingston looks like he could be that type of guy. Okay. Um, I'm glad that you agree with me. Thank you. So <laughs> I went into this match thinking that Eddie was going to lose, right? Same. Because we talked about this Same. and how we were like, okay, well, maybe Eddie will literally not win a single match <laughs> in this tournament. And that will be, like, his downfall. He put his titles both of his titles on the line. And I was in shock when Eddie picked up the win. I literally didn't even know what to, I wrote like so many swear words in my <laughs> notes. That's not funny, but yes. <laughs> there was, I, I had no idea what to do because there were so many near falls and they were not holding back. The chops were vicious. There was like a missile drop kick that um, Claudio did on the, on the corner um, on Eddie and I was just like, oh my God, why do we keep doing this? And they just kept talking about it in, in commentary. Nigel was talking about um, Brian Danielson in this match. I don't know why, but he was like, he calls him the American clam digger. And because Nigel McGuinness is a hate. He, I don't know if there's an award for a hater of the year, but it needs to go to Nigel McGuinness because this man wasn't even in the match, all right? We had Eddie and Claudio in the ring, and here was Nigel talking about Brian Danielson, which, rude, right? But commentary also kept mentioning the fact that Eddie Kingston had, like, negative six points in the tournament. And I'm like, that is so rude. They were talking about, like, oh, you were, you're going to need a miracle. If Eddie loses this one, he's not going to come back in this tournament. How rude, right, to keep mentioning Eddie's loss. <laughs> I mean, like you said, we were talking about this last week. Eddie being the underdog story is cool. But after a while, I've had enough. Eddie needs to win. I've had enough. And I'm glad he got a win tonight. But also, again... Nigel McGinnis is the biggest hater in professional wrestling next to Joel Pearl. And I work with Joel Pearl. <laughs> like, him and Stokely Hathaway are up for player haters of the year. Because Danielson, like you said, wasn't even in this match. And this whole match, Nigel McGinnis is like, you know what? It may be Claudio versus Eddie, but at least not that stinking clam dick. <laughs> Super glad Eddie Kingston picks up the win here. We then go to a... Moxley video package on Swerve, where I'm going to break it down in three key points. He said, your buzz is cheap, Swerve. It's cheap. He says, being at the top is costly, and you're about to realize that that's a price you're not willing to pay. And it's going to be a long night, buddy, so pack a lunch. I was like, 
All he needed to do was say the word bucko and it ruined. <laughs> Would have been ruined. He needed to say pack a lunch, bucko. I oh my God. Insane. <laughs> we were making jokes like he didn't want to get fined, but at that point, pack a lunch, bitch. Like <laughs> that that needed that I don't want to get fined. But you know what I mean? But at that point, that you take that would take the fine. Cause that how you gonna tell the man to pack a lunch? That's the matches are only 20 minutes. <laughs> That was crazy, right? I wrote that too. I had three bullet points. I said, pack a lunch, being at the top comes out of price. And then I said, buzz, buzz, okay? <laughs> he said, all you are is cheap buzz. Cheap. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to put your super chats and humper chats in. We will get them all. We will read them all. Uh, I see that we have one, but I'm going to wait because we have that. That's a good one for the, the last match. I, I, I see you, Twin Van Blade. I see you, and it's going to be red. I promise. Um, turn the page like an old lady. <laughs> we now are backstage with Renee Paquette and Hook. Now, I praise Ray, Renee Paquette's um, comedy last week, but I have to praise it again. She plays such a good straight woman. She's just, her facial expressions the whole time is just like, mm -hmm. and yep. she literally says nothing. I'm screaming. Before Hook could even say, I mean, yeah, Hook could even say anything because Renee asked him, you know, how are you dealing with this Wheeler Yuta situation? Here comes Wheeler Yuta. I was like, oh, I know Iridian's fired up. <laughs> and you were right. I was. <laughs> Wheeler Yuta out of nowhere said, yeah, pretty much he's like, Hook, you smell bad. You stink. Your mom stink. You you are throwing him out. So I could beat you up at any time. I could beat you up the rest of your life. But I don't want to. I'm sick of you. I've had it. <laughs> Hook just straight up says, how you gonna fight with Otto when you kick Shibata in the balls? <laughs> it was a simple and effective promo. Iridian, I would love to know your thoughts on this. I was living. I was absolutely living. Hook was there in like the warmest jacket I've seen in my whole life. I was like, damn, is it cold backstage? It must have been, right? Because he had on a sweater and a big old puffer jacket. Renee had on a sleeveless dress. Looks like he was sleeveless. I'm like, okay, Renee was warm. Okay, <laughs> two different climates before this interview. But Yuta comes out with his championship and he's like, I've beat Shibata in the ring under Ring of Honor rules. Um, and I can beat you too, you know, under your rules. It doesn't have to be just mine. And then, of course, Yuta has to go in there and throw his little brag in there of like, I am a three-time, you know, history-making three-time Ring of Honor pure champion. So shout out to you, Yuta. You really did that, okay? Shout outs to you. It was a great promo. Great promo. Back to backs, especially following Mox. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited for this match. Also, he is going to be fighting under FTW rules, which if I told you what that meant, I probably feel like it's a hardcore match rules. I don't know. Please, Taz, don't suplex me. Hook, don't suplex me either. I got a bad back, all right? I got a next stack of dimes, all right? <laughs> <laughs> After that, we go to Willow and Mercedes Martinez. And y'all already know what I'm about to say. It wasn't 920, but I saw it, was, I saw it was 830. Like, this is the only match we get for women, huh? These tons of bitches. <laughs> this again. I mean, it was a good match. Willow's gear, that velvet, so good, so good. Now, while I was watching this match, I'm explaining to my friends who don't watch wrestling, and they were like, why is this Latina lady so mad? <laughs> I was like, that's just Mercedes Martinez's gimmick. She does a shot of Brugalis as I'm going out there to beat somebody up. <laughs> she's, she's so mean, so aggressive. 
before she even gets in the ring. Before she's so imposing, like Willow's out there. I'm happy, and here comes Mercedes Martinez. Like I, these kids, I've already thrown the chocolate. I'm looking for the taquito stick. I've had it. I've had it. <laughs> Mercedes, she walks out like you have ruined her entire day, and she is going to ruin your life because of that. <laughs> she told you to take the chicken out of the freezer. And it's still in the freezer. Oh, it's over for still you. In the freezer. It's a done deal. <laughs> Definitely done deal. She is one of the most intimidating women in wrestling. I think I can compare her to almost like a Shayna Baszler. That's mm -hmm. the vibe that she gives off, like that she's going to beat your ass and she's not going to apologize. <laughs> I'll take it one step further. She reminds me of Jazz back in the day. Jazz. I, I like, oh, if you was wrestling in Jazz, you was about to get beat up and I want no, I'm I'm laying on the floor. I'm big of Hulk. Call it. I call it. You're not beating me up. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> so we start off the match. There was a beautiful Samoan job on uh, Martinez, a draping DDT. Okay. I'm skipped ahead. We start off the match with Willow doing a Samoan drop, and that was real beautiful. Somehow we get outside, and oh, girl, Mercedes Martinez hits this girl with the Randy Orton draping D.D. Mar uh, Martinez. <laughs> <laughs> You should use that Trademark. if you want it. Trademark. If you yep. want it, it's yours. <laughs> she hits her with a draping DDT from the guardrails on the outside on Willow, and that looks nasty. But then we go to picture pitch. I was so upset mm -hmm. in that moment. When he finally, like in the picture and picture, you can see Diamante just cheating, super cheating. And I'm like, in this moment, I'm like, why do we have to go to picture and picture in this moment? So I'm looking at this little tiny box, like, Diamante, why are you cheating? Why are you cheating? I absolutely hate picture and picture because one thing that I tell you that I don't do is I don't pay attention when picture and picture comes yeah. up. Yeah. It has to be like the most incredible match that's happening ever. But anytime picture and picture shows up, I'm like, all right, cool, whatever, next. And it's just not, not here, not here for me, especially during the women's match. You're going to give us one match and then you're going to go to picture in picture a minute after the bell rung. That's rude. Disrespectful. Ooh, tomato, 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 tomato. tomato. <laughs> it was a stiff match. There was a sign in the crowd that I got to give a shout out to that says women's tag titles, question mark. Um, the match pretty much ends. <laughs> I just read what I wrote because I put bamboozle. And that's what a funny word to read. <laughs> that's a very funny word to read. My apologies, y'all. So Mercedes Martinez gets Willow Nightingale in like the razor's edge into like almost a flapjack. But then Willow hits her with the bamboozle surprise roll up. And <laughs> the way the look on Mercedes' face was like, tell me you did not just say that. Mm -hmm. like, like Booker T back in the day was like, there's no way you, there's no way, there's no way. And this whole time I'm screaming, get out of the ring, Willow. They exactly. are going to jump you. Oh. Get out of the ring, Willow. They are going to jump you. And what happened? They jumped Willow. <laughs> you know what? Immediately after she picked up the win, I was in shock because I'm like, there's no way. You know, they just showed the promos before the match started that like Mercedes had beat Willow twice. There was no, uh, there was no way that Willow could possibly come back from like this, this monster of a woman who she has not been able to conquer in matches. And here we are. She picked up the win really quick, and immediately my first thought was like panic. I'm like, please get out of there. Please. Get out of Diamante was just cheating on you. Get out of there. There was blood in the water, and Mercedes was a shark, right? So she was ready, and I was like, no. 
oh my god why like i'm yelling at the tv it's like a horror movie and it's, i can't stop watching it it was terrible really, we are the same person because i was just like get out of the ring run willow get out of this ring right now we're gonna start our super chats off with twin van blade saying why is she mad? The economy is in shambles. That's a good reason to be upset. The economy is yeah. in shambles. Honestly, <laughs> Blade, we appreciate it. And honestly, it could be. It's very could true. Could be. Could be. We also have a super chat from Tyrone Kisshead. Big, black, and jacked until the finger poke. You know, you might be right. <laughs> we all have a weakness, all right? We all have We all have a weakness. But you don't have to have a weakness with our sponsor this week, Blue Chew. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code FIGHTFUL. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life Better. Bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Shout out to Bluetooth for Shout helping us all. Sean for doing for doing that read. Ten out of ten, Sean. <laughs> that was one of those jazz things after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Um it was it was perfect. I was waiting for the honestly when I I'm gonna be wearing this shirt for the next couple of clips. So <laughs> if y'all go in the world's end, I'll be there and I'm gonna be wearing this shirt. <laughs> So, yes, uh, at the end of the match, like me and Iridian said, we were yelling at Willow to get out, but Willow did not. She was in disbelief, and Diamante and Mercedes Martinez starts to beat her up. After, I want to say far too long, after a full rotation of then Chris Statlander's music hits. Then Chris Statlander comes through the crowd, and she's got a chain wrapped around her hand. Diamante says, Gotta go. But Mercedes Martinez like, I ain't scared of you until she sees the chain in her hands. He says, adios. He says, I gotta go too. So maybe there's a tag match coming up at some point between Willow Nightingale and um, Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlander versus Diamante and Mercedes Martinez. What did you think about the post-match, Iridian? You know what? I was a little confused because I'm like, wow, this music is taking a little too long. Or like, you know, the silence is just too long. Mm -hmm. If somebody's gonna come and help, they would have done it by now. And the fact that it was just Chris, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Why didn't they just have her come out a little sooner? You know, because even when her music hit, it took her a while to get into the ring. So I'm like, hmm, interesting. I actually thought it was going to be Diana Perrazzo. Um, Girl, don't get my damn hopes up. Oh, <laughs> don't get my damn hopes uh, Listen, I don't know if you watched me on the Impact Show, but I love me some Deanna Perrazzo. I love me some Deanna Perrazzo, but to be fair, I don't want Deanna Perrazzo in nobody's mid-card division. Yeah. She needs to be your world champion because she breaks bitches' arms. I'm sorry, continue. 
I thought I thought it was going to be her. And I'm like, okay, because they're taking so long, they're building it up, what's happening? But it was just Chris and nothing against Chris. It was just Chris. <laughs> it was just Chris, but nothing against her. I absolutely love her. But I was like, okay, so yeah, just like you said, I think this might be leading into a possible tag match. Then uh -huh. where do we go after that, right? Someone in the, I don't know if you saw it, someone in the crowd had a sign that said, women's uh tag, tag title yes what would you think about possibly introducing tag titles in the women's division in AEW? don't hate it but you gotta have more than one women's match in order to do so yeah. there are a lot of women that i think would benefit from it women who are in the middle of the card women who we don't see as often like an emmy sakura i love rio when she's around even hikaru shida who you always want to put the main title on but people are behind her enough that you could put her in a tag situation and she could build up somebody else who might not be on that level and then like again i'm not completely sure what women work there rehire big swell i'm not sure what women work there but i feel like the fact that i have to say that because i can only think of like five or six people who i see every week mm -hmm. is a problem is yeah a problem. with that with the roster that they have like i know uh tay conti just had a baby mm -hmm. but when she was teaming with anna jay i'm like man that tag team is really something you know yeah and when bunny was still there and she was tagging with penelope i'm like oh man that is just a tag team that's also got untapped potential and they just weren't being used so i don't know that i feel like it's a good idea but also you need to really we need one more than one match right for the women if we're gonna be on, 8 20 9 20 we gotta start somewhere come on man like <laughs> yeah oh someone asking for a lot Someone sent uh, a chat in chad722 brit and diana would be great tag champs i don't hate that I don't hate that. Only only reason why I would disagree with that, mm -hmm. both characters are very much main character syndrome. Yeah. And I think eventually, Deanna would get annoyed with Britt Baker. Mm. There would be a fight there somewhere. I don't know. Deanna Perrazzo and Serena Deeb? <laughs> yeah, yo, you want to talk about technical wrestlers? Like, that's Perry Saturn and Dean Malenko right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're missing, uh, uh, who are they missing? He who shall not be named and Eddie Guerrero. That's all they're missing at that point. Yeah. I, I mean, technically, your Eddie Guerrero would be Mercedes Martinez. Mm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I see it. So, I see it. I see it. And Abaddon could be he who shall not be mentioned. Could be Voldemort, you know? I mean, spooky girl. She, she, got, the, she got the chops. You know what I mean? Like, that's just me. That's just me. Julia and Abaddon would also make a really interesting team. Or you could pair Abaddon with Sky and have that also be a team. Interesting. Interesting. I'd be down for an odd couple of Abaddon and Willow Nightingale. I would laugh. <laughs> I would laugh. That's like, that's literally like Dan Housen and Ricky Starks. And, and Hook. Hook Dan Housen and Hook. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't, I would not hate that. I would not hate that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Switching gears back into collision, we have Renee with not JASJ. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What are they called now? Because... <laughs> okay, I feel so... I don't... I don't know what their name is, but I just kept saying, I was like 2.0, 2.0. And I'm like, that's not what they are. Right. So I was like, all right, just daddy magic and cool hand. And like (laughs) someone tell us in the chat. I'm not going to hold you. I didn't write down anything until Paige pulled up because I was like, all right, whatever. When Paige said, Renee, you need to leave because I'm about to be really unladylike. Is that is that like the British English way of saying I'm about to up? Okay, <laughs> words. You need to. There's about to be an unChristian woman moment in here. You need to leave, Renee. <laughs> she said, "You're not gonna leave me the same way Tony left me." And what do you keep doing with this guy, witch? Okay, on the one hand, Soraya, you being a hater, <laughs> let her get her love as long as it's not on screen. But if she's looking for you all day and y'all got a match and whatever it is. Also, 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 I like Ruby Soho, but Ruby been losing a lot. So I wouldn't be focusing on the ring too. I'll be focusing on trying to get a man. The holidays is right around the corner. I'm trying to get a gift. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and Ruby was already representing the t-shirt. She already had the, it's a good hair day or whatever the, the t-shirt says. She was already supporting. So at this point, we got Christmas in like two, three weeks, New Year's. You need someone to be under the mistletoe with. So let her get her mans. Exactly. And listen, y'all, if y'all want to send me, Kate, and Iridian to Vegas for the impact show, we just need a not payable back, unforgivable, forgivable loan of $10,000, a cool $10,000. $10,000. Or send us a couple more super chats. True. Humper chats. chats. Yes. And we accept Sean EBT. Yeah. Sean and housing teeths. <laughs> Um, so yeah, at the end of it, Soraya said, you are your own against Riho. And I thought in my head, oh, you about to get squashed by this 90 pound girl. Mm. And Ruby is small too. So it's like, oh man, 
I mean, I think the match is going to be good, but I do need Ruby to start picking up some wins. I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think that there's so much more we could be doing with Ruby Soho for whatever reason. I And also, Riho is up there with Johnny Gargano. You can't knock her out. Like you she's Kenny, she's the Kenny Omega of the women's division. You cannot knock out Riho. I don't care. I've seen I've practically seen her die at AEW and she still got on she was like, oh, she's still going. Yes. <laughs> she's like, you can't get rid of her. So I'm sorry, Ruby Soho. You about to go against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> she's the Brock Lesnar of the division in AEW. She the truly way. is. You can't get rid of <laughs> Next, we got a video package from Swerve Strickland. And he said, I'm the leader of this company. I'm at the top. Mm-hmm. And ain't nobody scared of you, John Moxley. Honestly. <clears throat> That's the type of energy we do kind of need for John Moxie. Because mm-hmm. before you even fight John Moxie, like, yo, I'm about to, I'm about to fight John Moxie. I respect it, but I think John Moxie about to beat this man up. I, 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 Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sorry, Swerve. Um, but the promo was good. Mox literally buried Swerve in that promo that he cut. He, yeah. The lunch, I'm still thinking about lunch, buzz, buzz. <laughs> You sorry, like there's just no way. I I didn't write a single thing that Mo, that Swerve said that I was like, oh my god, that is so good. But props to him for not being scared because you can't be scared. Moxley literally senses fear in people. Yeah, Moxley has plus ten to intimidation. Like literally, all the BCC do except for Yuta. I'm sorry, Yuta. I you've gotten a lot tougher, but like I'm. This is so good. <laughs> Every time I want to be afraid of Willie Yuta, I think of that promo where he's standing behind Claudio Castagnoli like this, and Claudio's just uppercutting him for no for no reason. For no reason. So also, we, <laughs> how dare they just... Okay, they did that for like two weeks to prove what? To for prove what? Reason. For what reason? That was so disrespectful. If they weren't going to play it out, they, they just didn't do anything. I mean, yes, he's the champion now. But like, come on, guys. We need better storylines for that. He was he was literally fighting um, MJF for the championship. Like he was going promo to promo. I, I'm oh, whatever. We'll talk about this. <laughs> She's like, don't get me started on the mistreatment of Wheeler Utes, okay? A fan of Wheeler Yuta. Okay. After that, we got Wardlow versus Willie Mack. Oh my god! Now, I'm going to preface and say this that I'm a professional, but I did not like this match. Oh, I agree with you. Oh. All right, so let me do my professional thing and tell you my notes. Go ahead. And then we go talk about it. Yeah. The first thing I wrote is squash or nah. Because I'm thinking it's Wardlow. Wardlow come out through the crowd. He don't get paid by the hour. But Wardlow came out through the front. So I was like, okay, we're going to get us a match. Mm-hmm. Two seconds into the match, not you almost dropping Willie Mac. Mm-hmm. The beef chance started. Then the beef chance quickly stopped. Wardlow almost got rolled up. There was a beautiful Willie Mack standing moonsault. Wardlow almost dropped him again. And Wardlow wins by ref stoppage. That's my professional notes. Okay. Do you have so- anything else professional to add before we... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't a squash match, right? Yes. In, in a sense, because 
he did come out through the front and then i'm like oh when i as soon as i heard wardlow's music i'm like all right let's see who's already in the ring and there was nobody already in the ring so i was like okay yeah someone else and then i saw that it was willie mac i thought it was going to be ar fox honestly because they were talking about it on commentary and i'm like oh i forgot that ar fox you know had beef with wardlow but uh having it be willie mac i'm like all right cool this is might be a really cool match and yes there was like some spots that willie did that are absolutely great fantastic he's a great worker but something about this match was just off to me i don't yeah. i don't know what it was and then also i was very <sighs> confused because after that last power bomb where wardlow just walked out and they, they were like oh enough and i'm like oh okay he won i was a little confused by that but this match didn't really do it for me what about you um unprofessionally speaking this match didn't do it for me either i typically like both of these guys dropping somebody once twice three times a lady come on now come okay. on now it's crazy because like you look at wardlow and he's so big right yeah so in, in essence he like should be able to and I, I don't know like i'm one of the power bombs did look good whatever maybe it just wasn't his night tonight yeah it wasn't my it wasn't in like I'm not gonna remember this match like two days from now. I see in the chat, and mm -hmm. I'm also going to double with this. I think that at this point we have to do something else with Wardlow. Yeah, because it'll run into the same problem that Jade had, mm -hmm. and um, I think I want to say even Samoa Joe for a minute had where you were just throwing people at him. We don't care where you got them from. You just throwing them at him, and it's like okay, you've got sixty wins, but I only remember three of them. Yeah. And you know what was crazy? Uh, commentary was mentioning, oh, you know, it, two years ago, he beat MJF and like he completely demolished him. And now he's back to get his revenge. And I'm like, two years ago, I forgot that that was that long ago. But also, if he wants to go get MJF, just have him go get him. What's the issue? Why are we? Most of Joseph is there to uh, to stop all of that. Oh, thank you. Whoever did that. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> It's literally. It's oh, me. Oh, oh hey! Only, only here to set up the background. Yes, you go to backgrounds down at the bottom, and there's one that says AEW Collision on it. Not our dad. Not our dad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dad. It's okay. Uh, yes. Love you. I, I will leave now. <laughs> Well, where, would we, where would we be without Sean, honestly? Not me We're going right. into the same thing he said. I'm, I'm scrolling now so I know what it looks like. <laughs> Let's talk about Sean Rossap for a moment. He's Let's literally, talk about Sean Rossap for a moment, who literally is, came to help us after he got beat up. <laughs> he got put through a table. It, it might have it been a door. Honestly, that man has been through a lot. Shout outs. To dad shout out to sean ross dad <laughs> 10 out of 10. He was, probably 10 looking, of he was probably watching us being like what the f is this i did not hire esther star who the f is that <laughs> esther star i don't pay her now i gotta fix my camera just a little bit all righty well while you get well thanks for watching uh guys keep sending on the super chats humper chats and maybe sean will come back you know who knows Again, we don't want him to come back. Also, give us super chats and humper chats. Exactly. If you put a seance of super chats and humper chats, it says SRS. SRS. 
I'm not saying it'll work, but it's worth a shot. Yeah. All right, let's go back to talking about Wardlow and how this wasn't our, our favorite match. The ref stoppage was weird because Wardlow had already walked out. And I just felt, I literally you know wrote, he decided I'm done with this match. He was like, you know what? It's been three minutes. I think this is enough time. Yeah, I don't get paid by the hour. I'm Brock Lesnar right now. I just, I mean, again, sucks for Willie Mack. Kind of sucks for Wardlow. I wanted to do more. This could have been a competitive match. I've seen Willie Mack wrestle. This yeah. literally could have been a competitive match, but. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. It's just, Wardlow's just not hitting. And I, they're going to have to just completely change. Give him something to do, right? And if he's got in that group of like the devil, um, group that's out there uh-huh. honestly he also needs to have a side story you can't just be having him show up have a match and people are not going to remember people are like oh, okay Wardlow comes out and he's going to be known for giving like unmemorable matches uh-huh. and- i'll even say that like you could do a get out of my way samoa joe storyline you mm-hmm. could you could i mean personally that's a meat match i would like to see because i like i like meat However, I could understand why you'd want to drag that out or not even do that and have that be its own separate thing. But if I'm that mad like Wardlow, step aside. Wardlow got, you got at least an inch on Samoa Joe. And that don't mean nothing because I've seen Samoa Joe fold guys like you like a pretzel. Like that, that means nothing. But I would still be like, get out of my, I don't care. He's mine. He screwed me. Screw that guy. Yeah. He needs to get angry. Like, <laughs> I think that's yeah. what it is. I think he... Right now, we're just going out there and you see a big guy in the ring, but you don't really see an emotion. And that's what fans aren't really yeah. to connect with him. So we need to do something. Yes. Maybe not us. Tony needs to do something. Listen, if you want to hire me, Tony, I got nothing else but to do by time. You got a whole Stokely Hathaway who could literally cause problems everywhere. <laughs> we have time. So we got time. Listen, if you you want to pay us, we we here, Mr. Khan. We here, Mr. Khan. <laughs> We're literally wearing your merch. We are here. I'm literally <laughs> big black and jacked, baby. <laughs> Hangman is literally right there. Oh, Samosa Joseph. Right Samosa Joseph. <laughs> I love that I got you saying that now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we were then treated to Kenny Omega versus Ethan oh Page. Now, this I, was an interview match. This was this was free. This was this was an apology for the last match. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, I skipped that there was a House of Black video package. I wrote oh, no notes for it, but they, there was one. Neither did I. Yeah, because th- Julia had a promo afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it was. We could skip that. Okay, work. So then we had the Kenny Omega versus Ethan Page match. Um, shout out to Kenny Omega being a good guy going down the ramp. And if you saw people with selfies, you see him in the background like. He did it like three or four times. What a good guy. Good guy, Kenneth Deshaun Omega. Good guy, Kenny. Um, let's get to some of the highlights of the match. So it was a nice diving cutter from Ethan Page onto Kenny Omega. A nice standing moonsault off the guardrail from Kenny Omega onto Ethan Page. There was a superplex on the outside right before they went to pitcher and pitcher where it literally looked like Ethan Page broke his tailbone and then Kenny Omega shattered his spine. It's like, pitcher, pitcher. I'm like, no, not pitcher and pitcher. I don't want that in this moment. No, it was a gnarly superplex. They actually got back in the ring, and we we are here. Kenny then starts beating up Ethan Page. 
<laughs> and then Nigel McGinnis says, Golden Jets, more like Golden Girls. And I wrote, Nigel is the hater of the year for that. Like, bro, like, you are so, why are you so mean, Nigel McGinnis? You take heel commentator to the next level. <laughs> He's, I feel like, you know what it is about Nigel? He, I think he means it a little bit. I do too. I think he's just me. <laughs> I mean, I live. I love a good heel. But like Nigel, like you're a hater. You're yeah. a hate. Like I used to think Corey Graves was a hater. You're a hater, bro. Like oh, absolutely. He is definitely a level above Corey Graves when it comes to hating. Like and I that, can't. That takes a lot. <laughs> who else would be more of a hater? The only person I could think that'd be more of a hater than him is old school Don Callis on um, TNA commentary when they're asked like, "Yo, <laughs> sidetrack." I'll never forget. I'm watching Impact TNA, and um, Don Callis says Madison Rain is the 47th time Intercontinental Champion. Her husband, well, her husband, but in kayfabe, not her husband. Asked Don Callis, "Where'd you get that information from?" And Don Callis straight said, "I have my sources. I don't have to answer you." <laughs> He said, I am a journalist. I don't need to tell you. I don't have to, I'm not to display anything to you. I'm a journalist. Mind your business. <laughs> so, I can't even get back on track. Not to begin, this is such a hater. There was a, a sequence from Kenny Omega that was a power bomb into a V-trigger to only a two-count on Ethan Page. There was a moonsault miss, the, the split moonsault miss from Omega, and a power slam off the second rope from Ethan Page on Kenny Omega for only a two. And guys, everything I'm saying to you is highlights. These are not even everything I could write down. We get three V-triggers in a row into one wing and angel for Kenny to win. What did you think of the match already before we get into the post-match? This match was beautiful, right? I thought it was so, so good. I honestly forgot about this. And who, first of all, whoever did Kenny's hair backstage deserves a raise, okay? <laughs> it was clean, slicked back, have fun. It was moisturized, like 10 out of 10. And you know what? I bet you Kenny Omega did his own hair backstage. Oh. He was probably like, I can do this. I'm out here. Kenny, I hear my battle cry. Yes. With his own. Oh my God. Absolutely. Yes. 10 out of 10. I didn't know how this match was going to go, but I thought it was fantastic. You know, Ethan Page, I thought really did a really good job of keeping up with Kenny in terms of like quickness, in terms of how aggressive Kenny was being Ethan mm -hmm. was also delivering that back to him so Ethan Page is a top guy and after this match if you don't think that you're wrong like yeah. you're absolutely wrong because Ethan proved that he can go he was out here reminding people that he is a top star and good yep. for him right because I feel like they have not been utilizing him he is really underrated when it comes in AEW but this guy is amazing and I hope that he keeps putting on and getting opportunities to have matches like this because this match, I need to see again. Absolutely. Give me Ethan Page and Kenny Omega part two. I will go ahead and also say, guys, if you've never like really paid attention to Ethan Page, I strongly suggest you see the work he did with Josh Alexander when they were the North as a tag team. Such good work. Even when they broke up, such good work. Ethan Page really needs to get to the tippy top of the card. Shout outs to whoever said that in chat because I've read it and that was on my mind. And we're having, we're sharing a brain, same brain cell. Um, <clears throat> post match, who shows up? Who? Big Bill. Who? Big Bill. Big boot to Kenneth Deshaun Omega and said, I told you I was going to get you. I told you when I catch you, Ricky, when I catch you, Kenny, when I catch you, Kenny, ooh, when I catch you, Kenny. And, uh, 
I mean, Ethan Page ran up the ramp, but it was too late. Like, he already got the big boot from hell. So. First of all, how rude. I wrote, how dare you, Big Bill, in all caps. That's what I wrote. And then I was like, attack Kenny Omega? In question how dare, how dare you? How Like I said, from Golden Jets to Golden Girls. He said he was going to get you. When I catch you, Kenny, when I catch you, Kenny. <laughs> how dare they? And then Ethan Page did go to help Kenny. But I'm like, sir, it's too late. You're also injured. Like, why? Why? I mean, it's. I guess it's the thought that counts at that point. I measure everything and how long it would have taken Jeff Hardy to do this <laughs> and then run down the ring. So by the time Ethan Page went up there, Jeff Hardy had done this four times, you know. <laughs> it was too late. That's how we do units of measurement here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to get your super chats and helper chats in. We are coming in on the home stretch. We got two more matches and uh, one more sec two more segments. Two more segments, one more match. So next segment we have, we have Lexi Nair with CJ Perry. Go now. Let me tell you about this segment. Tella novella down boots mama rule. Okay, so Lexi Nair doing her job. It's like, you know, how do you think your client Andrade is going to, you know, get through it? She said, My client Andrade, he's a legend, he's an icon, he's a star, he's fluent in several different languages, he's had 14 different promotional wins. So I don't even know why this question is coming up. My client is going to win. Thank you so much for this time. Honestly, CJ Perry, she ate that. She ate it. It was very much like, this is what he's done. Any more dumb questions? All right. Okay. Thank you. You're beautiful. Lexi, nice shoes, girl. I was here for it. Then here comes Miro. <laughs> and the first thing he says is, wow, you never see those nice things about me. Oh, scandalous. <laughs> And then CJ Perry hits him with the truth. She says, uh, I would say these nice things about you, but what did you do? You went on national television and said, I denounced my hot and flexible wife. Mm, eat him up. Eat him up. And then Miro, I, why am I describing this like this is a real fight? <laughs> it, what, what do you mean? It's not? It you're right. You're right. You're right. Then Miro, with, with all the audacity in his body, and said, well, my father went fishing. My mom gutted the fish. When my father went hunting, my mom cleaned the carcasses, okay? When I go to work, you clean. I'm like, Miro, you lucky she don't bookend you right now. Those days are over, Miro. <laughs> he said, listen, I'm a, Andrade is safe in this tournament for now. Mm. But as soon as this tournament's over, yeah. yeah. But I'm also like, CJ Perry has a point. I would have stayed home and cooked and clean, but you really went on national television and said, I don't even care about my hot and flexible wife no more. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm I, hot and flexible wife. That's crazy. That's crazy. What were your thoughts on the uh, the promo as a whole? This was, Oh my God, I was so excited. <laughs> and I loved watching CJ just go off, honestly. She was like talking about Andrade's resume. She said like the five different weight classes, insane, right? Four different countries. His resume was there. Absolutely. I feel like some people on social media are still like a little bit, you know, hating on CJ, but mm -hmm. like she gets on there and cuts these promos and proves people wrong every single week. She does not slip up once. She is killing it. And I think this is where she really shines as a manager because she can mm -hmm. really talk. So yes. When Miro came out and he was like, I am your husband. 
this this super chat is right apropos <laughs> gas <laughs> Oh, absolutely. He was like, wait, 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 me? He said, I'm your husband. You don't say those nice things about me. And I said, here we go. Here we go. I was like, I had my little snack. I was like, this is it. I am ready for this. I waited for this all night. And she's like, yeah, you know, I was fine. But you literally said you didn't want me and you didn't even want your God at one point. So whatever problem you got, that's on you. That's not a me problem. Mm-hmm. And for her, she's a career woman. She went in there to stand on business did you see her power blazer she's not messing around exactly exactly so miro you know what this really has me thinking that um he's not gonna get to andrade and you know we'll we'll talk about that in in the main event but yeah i don't think he's gonna get to andrade side note if my husband ever pulled up on me and was like you're talking like i'm I'm sorry sir you I gotta go. Oh, Mira, don't talk to me like that. I'll disintegrate. I gotta go. That's my husband. I gotta go. Thank you to my man. And my man. Thank you. And my to man. man. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face, y'all. We got another promo from Julia Hart on Abaddon. Mm-hmm. Now, Julia Hart told me I gotta have eyes in the back of my head while honoring the House of Black. Mm. I have most girls figured out, but you spooky dead girl, but you spooky dead girl, I can't figure it out. What I did like about this promo is as they're playing Julia Hart's part, you see Abaddon flashing on the screen and then you begin to hear words from Abaddon. And mm. the last thing you hear is eventually the heart starts beating. Yeah. Why we got it to, why do we have to put two equally spooky bad bitches against each other? That's crazy, right? Because I thought Julia was recruiting Abaddon, and here we are saying, oh, this is going to be a match. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we doing that? (laughs) Hear me out. Hear me out. Why not? We talk about house of heart. You know, we got a black heart right there with Abaddon. (laughs) Like, that's free. And you can have your sky blue and your Chris Statlander or your Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale versus Abaddon and Julia Hart. And that would hump. That would be so good. Women's tag titles, it, it writes as Tony Khan, come here, let me talk to you. Let me talk to you, yeah. Like, that's so free. That is so free, right? To me, to me, to me. What did yeah. you think? Sorry, I got excited. No, no, I, I'm right there with you. I was like, okay, what is happening? Because if Julia can't figure out Abaddon, you know what it was giving me? It was like Twilight vibes when Edward was telling Bella that he couldn't read her mind. Like I've never seen Twilight. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh my God, Cresta. We have to, I don't care what you're doing. We got to watch Twilight. Okay. So <laughs> the vampire can't read the thoughts of the girl. So this is Julia Hart not being able to pick up on Abaddon. And <laughs> I know probably, you know what? A lot of people probably didn't watch Twilight in the chat. So sorry, people. But it's just like, I was really hoping that Julia was going to recruit her. Maybe there's still time. Maybe Mm -hmm. during the match, something happens and she gets misted. And now, because you lost to Julia, now you got to join the cult. Maybe that's how it works. I mean, I I could see Abaddon just doing it for free. (laughs) Kind of like, I feel like that's the same way they did with Brody King. Like, we could beat you up or you want to beat up people with us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I get to beat people up. I like that. That's All my right. favorite. That's Sign, a, me up. Sign me up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we do have a humper chat from Bizarro Big L. Thank you so much for supporting the stream. I see you a lot, Bizarro. Shout out to you. He said, What's up, Power Trip? 
Haters rank Hot Dog Callus, Nigel McGinnis, Righteous Reg. Wow, Reg catching strays. Righteous Reg and the 50 other people. Then Corey Graves. Damn. Not Reg top three. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, Reg is top, top three haters of the year. That's crazy. That's crazy. Haters so of the that- year? Hater, top three haters of the year is a hot dog, callous, Nigel McGinnis, Righteous Reg, then 50 wow. other people, then Corey Graves. Somebody somebody got to clip this and send it to Reg and let him know that he's the top three hater. Tonight was a good night. Can't wait for final battle. I feel like Mark Briscoe is helping FTR with House of Black after this week. Let them fight. Let them cook. I still can't believe Reg caught a stray. <laughs> on a show he's not on. On a show that he's not even on. <laughs> Poor righteous man. Getting, I guess you're not so righteous, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Bizarro Big L. We appreciate you. We now have the Franken team of Commander and Penta El Sierro Mero. Uh, Commander, who, by the way, is the AAA Cruiser World Heavyweight Champ. Is a World Heavyweight Champ or a World Heavy Champ? That's a, a good question. <laughs> That's a damn good question. That's a good question. <laughs> Please, somebody correct me in chat. I know one thing about wrestling fans, I like to correct people. Now's your chance. And this is versus Matt Menard and Cool Hand Ange, whose name escapes me. My uh, Parker, Angelo Parker. Angelo Parker. Uh huh. Cool Hand Ange and Matt Menard. So, commentary at the start of this match was talking about how sometimes people lose a lot in their hometown. And I thought, and that was like, that's a WWE thing for the most part. AEW is good about you winning in your hometown. Not tonight. <laughs> you know what was crazy? I, can I tell you? Um, I went into this knowing that they were not going to win. <laughs> as soon as I saw it was Penta and Commander, I'm like, oh, no. All you needed was Vikingo in there, too. That, done deal. Done deal. <laughs> now, Vikingo was just in Mexico with, with Impact. So <laughs> he busy right now. <laughs> like that, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. 2.0, not Jericho, Jericho Appreciation Society. I feel kind of bad because they're kind of directionless. I just say, let Cool Hand Ange be in love. I don't have many notes on this. I have not the monkey flip from the Franken team. The monkey flip, I'm dead. Because <laughs> like at the beginning, they straight up monkey flipped Angelo Parker into Cool Hand and no, not Angelo, not Cool Hand into Daddy Magic into the corner. I'm like, how are these guys so fluent? And y'all are a legitimate tag team. For real. It's just the Lucha Ooh. style. Like, they they connected in, in a way that, I guess, Cool Hand Ange and Matt Menard did in tonight. It was nice to see them get a pop in their hometown. They got yeah. cheered. And I'm like, you know what? They do deserve it. I think that it's not their fault that they're not getting used and they're getting put into, like, these weird positions and then storylines. You know, Matt Menard right now is, like, focusing on Danny Garcia, but, like, put him in matches, right? Like, have him have more matches. But, yeah, there was one part where... Penta catapulted Commander onto both of the guys who were in the corner. And I was like, wow, that was rude. That's disrespectful. At that point, just say, just ring the damn bell. <laughs> ring the bell, bro. It was so rude. But I was here for it. I thought it was a really good match. It was a good match. The finishing with the finishing. The finish was very creative. Mm-hmm. We had a a 450 into a package pile driver after a tightrope walk from Commander and Penta El Sierra Mero. And I don't know if that is a testament to how fluid these two luchadors are or how trash. <laughs> okay, I just think, I think at this point, if 
what daddy magic and these guys need is a whole new they need to be under the devil mask they need to do something they need to start yelling at him with oh boy like they need to do something they do something they do something join the dark order or something like because i think they're i think they're good but like are you looking for adam Adam! is that that adam or jay white i can't tell i think that's jay white (laughs) already and not all white men look alike oh my god <laughs> it's hard to look at the shirt when it's like on i mean it's a cool shirt it's a lot of it's what i like to call here why is tony storm even in color that's the real question well this is from, from double or nothing so she wasn't um timeless she wasn't timeless she wasn't, yet. Timeless. She wasn't history yet she wasn't ancient history <laughs> <laughs> ladies we are at the final match Go ahead and give us your super chats, your humper chats. We got one humper chat here from Triple H's Sledgehammer. Great name. Twilight gives me more horns than Roosh. Senor Roosh. Senor Roosh. That's crazy. Um, I've heard a joke somewhere that Roosh is contractually obligated to never lose. <laughs> I heard that too. So <laughs> <laughs> we have another super chat from uh Wow, my brain just blue screen. Orion Brand. I was like, is that Aura Brand? But what is happening? My brain just said, nope, I'm not reading that. Bad bitches for daddy magic shirt when? I mean, let's. Somebody screenshot that and send it to Lo. She makes the shirts. Wrestling wind down. Make sure you send it over there. Interesting. I I don't know if anyone's ordered a daddy magic shirt yet. I shan't be wearing that. (laughs) (laughs) You lucky I'm going to be wearing this in public. That That one's your shirt for the year, honestly. I won. I came up. <laughs> we are now at the final match. I want to give, I was going to start it off with the Humper chat because we had this all the way up from Van Twinblade. Yes. Can't believe Blackpool Combat done. Wow. Blackpool Combat Club did a recreation of that part from the full Monty. Wait, did I dream that? You might have, because I'm not quite sure what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. I'm sorry if that's a reference. It went straight over my head. Very sorry. Anytime I think of the full Monty, I just think of naked men, and I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. Unless I um, unless I got Alzheimer's. You missed something on the bathroom break or something. <laughs> All right. So uh, for our last match, it was the Blue League into in, Blue League Continental Classic with Brian Danielson versus Andrade El Idolo. Honestly, bring back Andrade El Idolo. I kind of miss Honestly. that. Okay, I was absolutely thinking that too. When they said Andrade, I said El Idolo. <laughs> I low key miss Andrade El Idolo. I low key miss him. I, I don't know who that man is, but like, you know how they have like a sting and a stang? <laughs> There's a difference. There is. Yeah. I need the sting and the stang, and I need the Andrade El Idolo and the Andrade El Idolo. Okay. <laughs> I will be Idolo. <laughs> you know how they have like, Penta Cero Miedo and Penta Oscuro. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I pay good money for Andrade El Dolo. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I don't know what his moveset would be, but I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> so this match was pretty standard mm-hmm. up until Andrade said, 
I'm being a pedo and I'm ripping your eye patch off. And that's when I started taking notes. He ripped this man's eye patch off and I put businesses picked up. Andrade is being a scumbag by hitting Bryanson in that eye. He put a thumb in that eye. He kept hitting that man in the same eye. Like, yo, you really ripped off this man's one good eye patch. I'm like, all right. Can <laughs> I in the same eye. We are so connected because that's when I started taking notes too. All right. <laughs> I said, Andrade took off the eye shield. And next thing you know, Brian is bleeding. I said, what just <laughs> happened? When you ripped off the patch, you, you stopped the bleeding. Because Andrade, not Andrade, at that point, once the eye patch went off, he got punched in the eye, a thumb in the eye, and then his nose was bleeding. How does... <laughs> Disrespectful. Like, rude. I mean, Andrade works stiff. And if there's one thing about professional wrestling, there's a couple of rules in wrestling. But one thing about luchadors, they're going to work stiff, honey. Mm. And and I think, honestly, Brian Danielson is one of those people who are like, hit me again, baby. I like that. I live this. And you know what? What I was thinking as soon as Danielson's uh little eye shield came off, I'm like, I bet you that was his idea. Like, <laughs> I don't you know what I heard that this will work. I don't even think he's that hurt. Honestly. You know what? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I I know. I think he's been lying to us. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Worked as they say, you know what? I don't like being worked as the kids say. <laughs> and so, after this man gets the eye gouge, Brian Danielson starts hitting the yes kicks. But we are in Montreal, so we started, we, we, we. I wish I had my little mustache because that's all I could think of was we. Oh my god, <laughs> I totally forgot about that commentary. Honestly, highlights I needed some commentary highlights from AW because. Every week they deliver. Well, I know he said something to this man, and he said, I don't know what you said, but see you later, Danny Bonaducci, or something like it. Oh, it was Danny Bonaducci to you, too. <laughs> I don't know what that was in response to. Nigel McGinnis was trying to get them to say something in Spanish. Not Spanish, I'm sorry, in French. And they were all like, they were like, what? I'm not saying that. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even think you know what you're saying, Nigel. I'm not saying that. <laughs> What a mess. Oh, uh, man. So we get this. I don't know what. I put an electric upside down chair because he had Brian Danielson over his arms and shoulders. I don't know what that was, but Andrade was literally trying to kill this man at some point. And, I mean, I don't hate it. I love me a good professional wrestling. You know, I don't hate it. There, then there was a Yambag City on Andrade. The label lock to the double underhook label lock, which we like to call and uh which diana perrazzo calls the not the queen's gambit she calls it the uh it'll come to me it'll come to me my brain is blue screening right now it'll come to me then they hit the three minutes remain there was a super nice pump kick fake into a spinning back fist because bryanson tried to dodge the spinning uh the pump kick and andrade said got you got you got him bam i could not believe that andrade won with a double underhook DDT. This this continental classic is made for Brian Danielson and Andrade got a win over him. That's so crazy because I feel like tonight was the night of unexpected wins, right? First, we got it with Eddie Kingston. Then we got it with Willow. And then finally, in the main event, we got it with Andrade. And I was like, gagged. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not mad. But I mean, honestly, when this was announced and the way that it was announced saying that Bryanson is retiring next year once his kid turns like five or six. So it's like, this, to me, this is a thank you, Brian. Mm -hmm. So when he lost, I was like, eh, eh. 
yeah, you have to like take a pause because you're like, did they really do that? I, if anything, I thought this match would have ended in a draw, which yeah. after the 15 minute mark that they mentioned in Eddie's and Claudio's match, I'm like, oh, 15 minutes. They said this was the longest that any match has gone so far in the tournament. And I'm like, maybe this will end in a draw. And it didn't. And they mentioned it again in the main event. It went over 15 minutes. And I'm like, oh, wow. And then they were like, okay, two minutes left. I'm like, this might really end in a draw. What are yeah. they going to do? What can you really do in two minutes? Insane. Beat up Brian Danielson, apparently. <laughs> Get a win over Brian. <laughs> two minutes is a long time, baby. That's a the long American, time. The American clam digger. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel McGinnis, thank you. <laughs> so I will say, after the match, Andrade being genuinely concerned and the yeah. BCC chasing them out. Guys, however, I do like a Claudio versus Andrade. Mm -hmm. that, okay. Yep, I was like, okay, all right. Love exactly. But I also understand why BCC would be reluctant because the last person to check to check on Bryce, it was Kazushka Okada. He just kicked that man in the head. So I was like, I don't trust you. I don't trust you. That's my dad. Yeah. That's my dad, bro. They said, uh, better safe than sorry in this case. And you know what? I don't knock the BCC because they didn't see what Andrade's intention was. You know, yeah. back was to them. So I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But also, they went in a little mad aggressive, which I don't blame them. They get that anger from Mox. I mean, but also, I'd be mad, too, if the two things I hate in professional wrestling, one of them being Eddie Kingston pin me tonight. I'd be pissed. I'd be hot. I'd be hot. I'd be hot. I'd be hot. We do have a super chat from Bizarro. Big L. I mean, sorry, a humper chat. Thank you, Bizarro. Again, oh, these promos were on fire tonight. Swerve and Mox trading killer lines. I'm so, The lunch ate him up. I'm sorry. I, I I enjoy Swerve, but that he said, bring a sweater, bitch. It's about to be cold. Buzz, <laughs> buzz. buzz, buzz, girl. I... He popped me. I'm not going to lie. Miro setting up a future slapper. Yes. Keith Lee and Shane Taylor is a meat fest. I forgot about that, but we're going to talk about that before we get off the air real quick. The frustration on Mark and Letho made the tourney feel so much more weighty. That's fair. Um, I already told Reg early. Wow. You said I already told Reg he was a hater. So it's, ain't no secret here, baby. Ain't no secret here. I will say there are two Keith Lees. And if you guys ever watch Star Trek, Keith Lee is a Star Trek protagonist who's in their casual clothes. Because he's always like, yes, indubitably. And when he's talking to you with the SAT words, you safe. But when Keith Lee's up, I'm going to fuck you up, you not safe. When he stopped using the SAT words, he mad. He's a different person, absolutely. And that promo package that they had with, with him and Shane, that was a little scary. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a meaty match, but like... When he said that disease should have taken you out, I'm like, whoa! Okay, so there's when promos go into that other part of like talking about like, oh, you know, you should have died. I hate to bring bring up Wheeler Yuta, but here I am again bringing up Wheeler Yuta. When he was going up against Danny Garcia, he brought up Danny Garcia's car accident, and he was like, "You should have died in that car accident." That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane to me. The fact that like that's crazy in these promos. That's a whole nother level. And that this match is just gonna be so good. So, oh, so that, that match is gonna be so good. I got. I have to tell you that you have to be real good friends because if my grandmama died and then in a promo you said that's why your grandmama died to get away from you. Oh, Christian, <laughs> Christian, every day backstage you would have to fight. <laughs> every day you would have to fight. 
every single day. I don't know how he gets the approval for this, but Christian MJF for a, for a minute too, because he used to cook Brian Pillman. He used to cook the shit out of Brian Pillman. He called his daddy a crackhead, his mom a crackhead. He used to cook Brian Pillman while his family was in the crowd. <laughs> Jack Perry was always fighting, always fighting people. Always fighting for his life. Always. <laughs> we want to give a shout out to Evil Diva 1978. Brand new member. Thank you for coming and becoming a member. Come on, Batwing. To the Fightful YouTube. We also have Triple H's Sledgehammer saying, Nigel is no hater out here fighting for clan. Hmm. <laughs> he also... He was also on commentary calling him ugly, calling Brian Danielson ugly. He was like, oh, you know, so I feel so sorry for his wife. Brian was already ugly before. What? Sir, please. At this, at this point, Brian Danielson just needs to beat up Nacho McGinnis one time for the one time. Yeah. So every time Brian Danielson come out, he does what, uh, what Corey Graves does when Pat McAfee come out. Just sit there quiet. He's not going to say <laughs> a single thing. I don't have anything nice to say. <laughs> and I think we're all out of nice things to say over here on this channel with Collision. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us. Iridian, where can they find you when you are not here on Collision with us? You guys can head over to YouTube at Rest Friends. That's W-R-E-S-T Friends. And you can watch all of my vlogs, my interviews, uh, my Britt Baker one. I asked her if she was the devil. She told me. I'm not going to tell you. You have to go and watch it. Yes. And then Mike and Maria Canellis Bennett. I also talked to them about Adam and just some really, really cool stuff. So head over there and um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, literally everything at Iridian underscore Fiero. Caresta, where can our beautiful audience find you when you are not here on the Collision Post Show? I am here on FIFO every Thursday. Well, not for the rest of the year because me and Joel are done. Impact is pretty much done for the rest of the year, but it will be TNA. So you'll see us on the new old TNA post show every Thursday here on Fightful Saturdays like always with Iridian and Rick sometimes Rick, Rick's trying to be a big boy and a real big job I respect it Mondays and Wednesdays you can find me over on TikTok and Twitch at Cresta Star where we watch wrestling together and we get a couple of yuck yucks also be on the lookout I'm going to be interviewing my first wrestler I won't tell you who but it's happening and I'm so excited so Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you could have been anywhere on the internet, even the hub, but you are here with us. So we appreciate it. You guys have a wonderful evening. Take care of yourself and each other. And we're off this. See you next Sad. Well, wait, no. This is our last one for the year, I think, is it? Maybe. 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 I oh, love you guys. You guys have made Saturdays so lovely. 10 out of 10. Thank you all so much. We absolutely love you. If this is the last one for the year, we love you guys. This has been our first, this is like literally our first year doing Collision. So it really means a lot that you guys are here with us every Saturday. So yeah, we'll see you all in the funnies, guys. And if anything, we'll see you in 2024. Bye. End stream. <laughs>